Hello, and welcome to It's Personal, the podcast. My name is Max Kirkham, an executive producer for this company of solo performers and its podcast. Today, I'm once again in conversation with Chloe Goddard, who performed as part of our Crush show back in February of last year, recounting a harrowing story of getting actually crushed. Chloe tells us exactly what women are made of. Let's get personal. Last year, I experienced my worst car accident to date where I was T-boned at 5 in the morning by an Uber driver while I was trying to go to the gym. I feel personally attacked. Like, this Uber driver had it out for me. He hit me, and only me, in my driver's door, directly in my driver's door, where the door crunched in on itself and crushed me. The fire department was called, and three men pulled out my tiny, shivering body from the passenger side of my car. Now, I was too busy checking myself out to make sure that I hadn't bled or poked any holes in my favorite workout outfit to make eyes at any of the hot firemen. I was too busy making sure that I had all of my limbs and all of my fingers to get any of their phone numbers, and for that, I do apologize to the female race. I shouldn't have gotten out of bed that morning. I was tired. But I thought, you know what? I always feel better when I go to the gym. I thought, I should think about my health. Get out of bed. Go work out. And then I wish I hadn't. After the shock, after the crash, after the cops calmly and casually told me that I could go back to my apartment, I walked up two flights of stairs into my studio. I felt kind of like um, Rosamund Pike's character in Gone Girl, mechanical and creepishly tranquil. Was I as demolished as my car was? Only a small amount of blood. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> this is when I decided to take a shower. Now guys, when I tell you I took a shower, I mean I took a full shower. Ladies, I washed my hair with shampoo. I deep conditioned I fully washed every part of my body, and then at this point, I decided to fully shave both legs. Now, I don't know if you're following along to my story, but 15 minutes before I decided to take a shower, I was in one of the most terrible car accidents I've ever been in. I couldn't bend forward at all. 
leg to shave. Guys, I'm single. I haven't shaved my legs in weeks. And on this morning, the morning that my car was crushed, the morning that I was crushed, the morning that I did not make it to a workout and crush it, I decide to shave my legs. After I had fully shaved both legs, ankle to hip, <laughs> I hopped out of the shower, gently patted off, and put on pants, and then I went to work. Because that is what a goddamn woman does. Hi, Chloe. Hello. Sorry, I thought you as you were taking a drink. I obviously <laughs> took a sip of water at the wrong time. It's okay. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm enjoying this well, Sunday. It's Sunday today. It's Sunday today. I have to today. tell myself and it's a, the day of the weeks. I know. I do too. It's a it's a brand new year as well. How are you doing? <gasps> it is. You're my first Zoom podcast of the new year. Hey. Co-host well, or whatever. What a what a what an honor. You should be honored. I am, of course. <laughs> always. I'm honored. Uh so you um we're here, we're talking about uh the crush piece, which our uh listeners just heard. Um I thought it was interesting right off the bat that you took uh, crush in an entirely different direction than uh most uh I'm mean, thinking even all of our performers. Oh yes. Um and you took it literally. Uh, why do you choose to talk about this car crash? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think as a lot of my pieces, I like to try to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had ha- the car accident had happened, the crash had happened so um, close to... Mm. How how it was how, December uh, that it happened. I actually just celebrated oh, wow. my one year anniversary of it, December eleventh. Um, congratulate, congratulate. I mean, I, yeah, congratulations. Mazel tov. Oh, yeah, I like sure. that. Um, and I think when did this happen? Last January or February? This was February. February. Yeah, uh, both. I think January. February. Um, so I think I was using it to just process, mm. which is funny yeah. because listening to the piece again, or recently for this um interview i was so surprised at how serious it sounded i mean it is a serious thing but i think i wanted to try to make it funny and it just car crashes are not funny yeah i mean it 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 really did sound i mean at the end it really feels like a um you you really resolve to kind of just keep moving forward which i really like um what did you say your very last line because that's what a goddamn woman does uh, which I really like. Um, I just kind of, let's start at the point of impact, if we might. Like this crash, can you, I mean, what happened? Choice of Because you don't really talk about, choice of other words. than saying you got T-boned, mm-hmm. what happened? Um, 
I was trying to leave my parallel parking space on the street. Mm. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I used to live on Fountain and cars just, I mean, anywhere in LA oh, now gosh, you're seeing cars yeah. are just speeding down the streets because no one's around. And I think it was just kind of like early morning, somebody's trying to get home and Mm -hmm. just didn't see me. It happened so fast. Like I saw it coming. So I honked because I couldn't get out of the way. Mm. And I also know you're not supposed to brace for impact in car accidents, but I moved my body. You're supposed to go loose. I yeah, think. like be loose. You always hear like, you know, babies mm-hmm. do great in car accidents because they're loosey goosey. Goosey. And drunk people, yeah. 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 But I like moved away from the door because I was like, this is coming for me. Um, God, that's terrifying. So all airbags deployed and I was just like in shock. Yeah, so, I'm sure. No other cars I, were just the two of us. Was the other was the other driver okay? Yes, they got out of the car okay. immediately, and I think we're super worried because when they came to check on me because I couldn't get out of the car, they uh-huh. looked like crazy worried. Yeah, why they have to? I mean, I understand why they had to pull you out from the other side of the car, mm-hmm. but why pull you out? Why couldn't you just crawl? Were you in? Were you hurt? Like injured? Everything was crunched, and I didn't know. I think part of me was like, I was still uh, not awake, you know, like this is mm-hmm. 5.45 in the morning. I was, right. I was like, I'm going to the gym now. Here we in go. In a way, it's like, am I Yeah, am like, I is this like, happening? Did I wake up? <laughs> um, and yeah. also where I lived, which is really funny, I live be- like equidistant to two um, fire departments. So, like, I thought it was weird that they were called and I'm like, who called them? Like, did they hear? Mm. Like, I still don't know to this day. I think when, uh, did someone call the police? I, not at that time, I don't think. And, like, maybe huh. the other the other driver didn't speak very good English, and they seemed mm. like they were on the phone with Uber the whole time. Oh, uh, so maybe Uber called. I don't know. Cool. I think we'll just be glad that something yeah. happened. Or maybe a passing bystander, something nice. Yeah, but anyways, um, it pulled you know, me what, out. What really struck me about your piece was kind of your, uh, the the crash as well i keep using all these puns i know i'm like um but what really um resonated maybe i'll say is a better word uh with me was when you describe the process of shaving your legs in the shower (laughs) and you feel it feels almost like you don't believe that that's something that you did i mean what it really feels like you're surprised at that fact. It I mean, was, what, to me, it was just was so that? surprising and funny and that I tried to, like, convey to the audience was just, like, this happened in December. So even though mm-hmm. it's Los Angeles, like, it's cold. You know, like, I'm not wearing a bathing suit. I'm not wearing shorts. I mentioned I was, like, I'm single. So, like, right. I'm guys, I'm sorry. I'm not going to shave my legs every day. And so I think... Why should you? I think, uh, yes, no. So I think that was like the part that I thought was so comical was just kind of like, I knew I had to go to work. So it's like, why not just Mm -hmm. shower and then rest before Mm -hmm. going to hand model? But no, it was like, Chloe is going to, she can't bend over, but she's going to still go through (laughs) and shave her legs and like do everything that she can. Do you feel like it was like a, like a, you couldn't control the car crash. So like, I'm this, I can control. Maybe. All these different Maybe things. that was it. Maybe I was like, mm. I think too. I don't too, mean to put mo- uh, motive to your, your actions. No, but, but I think too, like, 
I have really good cries in the shower. Like, mm, oh, man, a good, let's just talk about a good shower cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe subconsciously it was like maybe if I spend more time in the shower, like I can kind of like warm water over my body, mm-hmm. like, you know, like let the emotions flow. But I think I still right. was like too mm-hmm. just like going through emotions of like, and this yeah. is what I should do now. Consumed and probably in shock. Yeah, I think a, a so. A good amount of shock. I think yeah. so. I, you know, you, we've talked <laughs> about how this piece helped you to kind of work through some of the emotions and the experience of going through this car crash. What was the piece like when it was first written? Was the piece as you performed it kind of like the how it came out at first? Or was it, did it evolve over time? I don't remember. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't remember. I think I remember thinking of this piece while I was driving, Mm. um, which is kind of funny. And, but when I first thought about it, I first thought of an activity and I wanted to like Mm -hmm. crunch things. What was your activity? Uh, I was trying to paint my toenails on stage. Oh, right. The sounds that people, that our listeners can hear, that's you going through like a nail polish. Yes, that's me going through a nail polish box and like shaking the nail Mm -hmm. polishes and like putting them Mm -hmm. up on a pedestal. But essentially what I was trying to do was paint my toenails in midair, which is what the audience Mm -hmm. or the podcast listeners can't really. (laughs) So that was really a fun thing was trying to like speak and also try to like keep my balance and paint my toenails and they did not look good. Was that a choice or did you just not have a chair? That was a choice. (laughs) (laughs) What? Those evil directors didn't give me a chair. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Um, uh, Why that choice then? I did that because I was modeling, trying to model the fact that when I shaved my legs in the shower, I couldn't Mm. bend my torso forward from the car accident. Mm -hmm. And I was learning that as I was in the shower So that was the ridiculous thing of shaving my legs is like, I Mm -hmm. really couldn't, but I was like, no, no, I'm just going to lift my leg up like a little ballerina and try to balance in the shower and shave my leg. Right. So then on stage, you didn't like fall and cut yourself on that razor when you were actually in it. Uh, I sound more and more ridiculous as this goes on. I'm fully no, aware. I, I think that there are uh, um, only so many reactions that are uh, uh, to be expected uh, after a crash. And the rest are just kind of like, whatever happens, happens. And that's fine. <laughs> if you were to write this piece now, or if you were to write a follow-up to it, do you, how do you think it would change? Have you, oh. you, I mean, you said that you've just passed the one year. Have you fully processed this crash? Like, what do you think about it? Yeah, I actually was doing this, like, little 21 day program to try to I I honestly think I had a little bit of like PTSD from like the accident Mm. just Mm. like and like hearing like my dad when I was younger always be like I don't worry about you I worry about other people so it was like my dad used to say all the time so it was like that fully set in after this and then like any time like I still drive I'm very thankful like I got myself a giant SUV um and I always offer to drive my friends around but like in the back of my head for the longest time there was that little like Mm -hmm. is there someone in your blind spot like is the person around you speeding like you're stopped at a red light but is somebody gonna come and like bash like it was just like I was coming up with all these scenarios yeah 
Um, yeah. So I think, like, if I were to write a follow-up piece, it would be, like, Paranoid Chloe. <laughs> paranoid Driver. <laughs> Not, like, Road Rage Chloe, but, like, Paranoid Driver sure. Chloe. And just all the funny things that pop into my head that's, like, what's going on? What's that person doing? Mm-hmm. Are they checking their yeah. phone? Are they eating a burger? Is there a spider in the car? Do you find, <laughs> do you find driving to be a stressful... A stressful endeavor? Uh, oh, well, back to what I was saying was I did this, like, little 21-day program to try oh, to, like, mm-hmm. re... Once I realized I was doing that, I was like, I need to calm down and, like, reconfigure my thinking mm-hmm. after the accident and be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a good driver. Like, everything's going to be fine. Like, just right. do the best you can and... So I think I'm, like, calmer now. I'm just very, very aware. Yeah, I hear that. Um, yeah, I drive, like, a little 80-year-old woman now. I like, <laughs> Which, you know what? I, like, check in the a, street a thousand LA, times. <laughs> in this city, that's probably for the best. Uh, yeah, and true. just kind of let everyone... That was always my... Uh, when I, I grew up in Miami, and that was always my... Uh, the uh, piece of advice for people driving in Miami is you be the sane one. And let everyone else be crazy around you. There you go. Hey, the rules of the road are different in different cities and states, which I only realized as an adult. 100%. Like, it's such a thing. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like turning left on a yellow light in Los Angeles. Yeah, you don't do that in Nashville. You don't do it anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere but here. (laughs) Yeah, what's it like in Miami? In, oh, in Miami, you just cut people off. I mean, I literally watched someone on the... I was on a, a US-1, which is a seven, eight-lane high... No, 10-lane highway by the time it gets down to Carib, like where my grandma lives in South, South Miami. And I watched a person take a, uh, a left-hand turn from the right-hand turn lane. What? It was honestly one of the most impressive things I've I ever seen. But, <laughs> but it was also terrifying. Wow, okay, uh, ballsy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a but like in North in North Carolina, I'm always reminded just how crazy it is driving in Los Angeles because then I become the crazy driver in North Carolina. Oh, uh, yeah. watch out, ladies and, I have and gentlemen! To be like, you, Max, you need to go slow. <laughs> you need to slow down. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, yeah, um, you know this episode. I I I, I want to talk briefly about how this was our last uh, live performance of <gasps> oh. it's personal, um, before we, before the pandemic really started. Um, and in fact, you were in both this show and you, were you in survival as well? Yes. Which the was first the first online show, right? You were in a bathtub. Yeah, actually because crush, I wasn't supposed to be in and I was the understudy. Is that right? So I wasn't even, wow, how fortunate. I didn't even, I haven't thought about it in so long. But yeah, I wasn't supposed to be in it. And then each month something happened. Yeah. And that was the last time I was on a stage. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? I mean, what what has it been, uh, I mean, what's it been like? Like, what's the difference been for its personal uh, from where you're standing especially since you're I mean you've been with its personal kind of since the beginning it's so interesting because it's like being on the stage is like you get that adrenaline and everyone's there and it's just like that dream kind of like lights camera action like everybody can see everything that's going on you know Mm -hmm. um 
and like you just feel that community you know like going to see a Mm -hmm. movie it's like everybody will laugh together or like one lady is like oh hell no and you're like yes I felt that Uh but it's like almost now doing it like through zoom is such a different thing I think I have a lot more I don't have a lot more respect, but it's like it gives me a new sense of anxiety because now I feel like not just the actor, but I'm also like the lighting person and like the sound person and this and this. So it's like I'm being forced out of my comfort zone in a different way that's not acting. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good in a way. Yeah, it is good. But it's like, look at how we (coughs) all, bless you, look at how we've all evolved. (laughs) Yeah. As yeah, humans and as an art form. Yeah. I, what was the rehearsal experience like? I mean, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it because I guess we'll, we'll uh, interview for you for survival. Oh, yeah. um, I think you'll be talking with Sam uh, mm-hmm. sometime soon about that. Um, but, you know, what was the rehearsal process like for this versus, I mean, touched briefly on it because I do want you to talk yeah. mostly about the survival experience when you actually talk about your survival piece. Um, both were interesting because now that I'm remembering, I kind of felt like a little bit fly on the wall for this mm. crush piece because I didn't think I was really going to be in it. So, like, I had written this piece and I was yeah. like, okay. Um, and then just, like, I was fully enjoying listening to everybody else's stories and I was just like, oh, my gosh, these are all so good. Like, they're all so different. Wow. Like, kind of like, thank gosh, I don't have to be a part of this because, like, everyone else (laughs) is so fabulous. And then with survival, it was interesting. So with Crush, it was interesting because I felt that part of community, but I kind of took myself out of it because I was like, these are the true performers. So I kind of was just, like, in awe of them. And then survival doing everything online was interesting because I kind of felt like it was still felt like community Mm -hmm. um but it kind of left me more sad at the end because I knew like once quote-unquote rehearsal ended it was like you know you just sign off the zoom and it's kind of like done and I had to try harder to reach out to people and be like oh my gosh this is what I really enjoyed about you like that was so inspiring Mm -hmm. Than you know, like walking outside of a theater and like right. kind of accidentally having and going a t- to the bar afterwards yeah, or something. Like kind of yeah. accidentally having a twenty minute chat outside your car. Um, yeah, absolutely. What um what do you think you would have done with the piece if you actually hadn't been called to uh, uh step in? Oh. I think I just would have kept it for myself. Do you think that would have helped you in the same way or like as you worked through it? I think so, because I feel like as humans, we are all storytellers and like your story evolves kind of, um, I feel like depending on who you're speaking to a lot of times. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like I wrote crush to get it out of myself, but then also to be performed. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have just kind of taken it and made it maybe a little bit smaller if I was telling Mm -hmm. others, but it like really Mm -hmm. just, I feel like it's what my body needed was to perform it and get it out because crush happened to my body. So I think it was kind of like a God thing uh, how I was actually mm -hmm. in it. I, I, it it sounds a lot like how I've, I like to think about it's personal. Like a lot of these stories, at least a lot of the stories that I've told um, have been like where you get to this moment where like you've processed through something or you use the 
process of, it's personal to process something. And then that moment on stage really is you saying like, okay, I'm good with this now. Mm -hmm. Or like, okay, I'm ready to share this. And it really is, um, you know, even though you say that you're, you know, you, you haven't fully worked through, you know, the, uh, the kind of echoes mm -hmm. of the crash um, and your feelings around it, but it has uh, evolved. Um, and I think that's really, uh, really kind of, powerful it's a really powerful yeah. statement I'm always I feel like I always I sound like a broken record I'm just always so thankful and appreciative of like the space that it's personal has brought to just like so many people and like so many different aspects yeah because yeah and I'm I'm grateful that it works on zoom <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I feel it's I think on zoom it's so great too like there's definitely pros and cons but like Sure. It's been so fun to like watch kind of like theater in your safe space. Yeah. Or like Absolutely. now I've I've been that person that's like been with a friend and kind of like described it to them and they're like, oh, that's cool. I wish I could see it. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Let me find it on the YouTube for you. And we're about to watch Absolutely. this 50 minute show. So I feel like my friends are like, <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't sign up for that. But I feel like I've been able to show it to so many more people. And yeah. my family, because they don't live in L.A. Absolutely. Mine as well. So, yeah. blessing in disguise. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in a way, it's almost more intimate, too. Like, because now it's not just you hearing a story sitting in an audience. It's you, at least in my case, it's me sitting alone watching one other person tell me their personal story. So, it feels yeah. almost... It kind of feels like you're listening to a friend, usual. even if you don't know the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is really, Absolutely. really cool. And even with the podcast, too, I feel like the podcast is, like, just so fun and different, like, listening Thank to you. it. Like, of course, yeah. I knew what I was doing, my activity, when I was <laughs> listening to it. And then when you brought mm -hmm. it up, like, oh, what were you doing? So people know. I forget because I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Final question for you. Uh -oh. uh, the show is Crush. So what in this new year are you crushing on? Uh, I would have to say clean air, got an air purifier, crushing on that nice. magic, and also my sparkling water maker. Yeah. So now I don't have to crush cans in my anger. I love these, <laughs> I love these simple pleasures. <laughs> so weird, right? Just give I me think, you know what? a freaking glass in of sparkling water and I'm set. I'll stay at home for years. <laughs> years. <laughs> Might be oh, well, Chloe, thank you once again for joining me I feel like I've interviewed you a number of times now and I'm really uh you're my favorite happy every time I get to do it oh thank you that's staying don't tell anyone hopefully no one's <laughs> listening to this don't tell anyone <laughs> hopefully everyone is listening to this what are you saying um only your parents uh, <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much Chloe um we'll talk soon we'll talk soon and I can't wait to hug your actual body i know i i thought about hugging someone the other day and i thought about the fact that i i've only hugged one person since march you're kidding me and i i started crying i was like i can't believe it's been that long since and then i was fine but like it, <laughs> you're like i worked through that we'll write a piece about yeah. it <laughs> yeah exactly Man. exactly the power of humanity so, thank you well bye chloe bye bye everyone it's Personal is a live storytelling show with a twist. Join us the fourth Thursday of every month on our YouTube page to watch our performers get personal. Information on upcoming shows and tickets can be found on itspersonalonstage.com.